0: Hello, and welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Jordana, so good to be back here virtually with you. How are you? How's it going? How's your New York life going? I know we discussed a little last week that you were down south. You made your big triumphant New York return. How does it feel to be back uh, now that you've kind of settled in?
1: Um, It feels like... um it feels good and bad. I'm, uh, it's tough to work out next to someone again when I used to be <laughs> having my own space. So Mike actually, <laughs> he saw me doing, I think I tweeted about this. He saw me doing a dance cardio class this morning, actually. And I'm like very uncoordinated. So he's like I, looking I, I got to at-
0: say, I got to say, knowing you as you know well as I do, <laughs> a dance cardio class, I would sign up. I'd buy a ticket to watch with Mike. Like, what if we (laughs) were just sitting there eating popcorn? Sell
1: sell (laughs) tickets to the show. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's one. It's nice to be in the point in my relationship where I don't care that he's, you know, that (laughs) it's very unattractive. Um, (laughs) But he's like looking at me, and then he like I'm doing in my laptop. So he comes and he's like looking at the laptop, and he's noticing that like the moves that I'm doing are like not the moves that the girl who's like teaching the dance cardio. Okay. Yeah, and but that's, it's that's like, the
0: whole—that's right. the whole point of a workout class. You should look like shittier than the teacher,
1: exactly. And I'm just—it's dance, so I look like ridiculous. And he's like recording me. We're gonna have to have a conversation about that later. Um, <laughs>
0: <but> <laughs> I've been working out um, with a trainer over the phone. Can I plug him? Because he's been, of course, uh, he, at Forzag on Instagram. I mean. I, I, I set aside how talented he is as a trainer, this guy is a beautiful man. So great follow for the ladies, I think. Yes. Um, but I don't know how horrible that is to say, but I'm saying he's in incredible shape. But we've been working out together since like second week of the quarantine, which is a double-edged sword. Because this is, when you say it that long, like I've been, and I, I work out with him the phone. I can't believe it's, by the
1: time this episode comes out, it's July 1st.
0: I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I and so the second week I was like I hadn't been drinking the whole year, and then I'm like ah fuck the not drinking thing. <laughs> I am drinking in this quarantine. And but then I uh, was messaging. Um, it's it's actually very cute. Him and his girlfriend are both trainers, and I, she's a listener to the show too. I'm gonna give out her her, her Instagram because I don't want to get it wrong, um, and. I was messaging with her and I was like yeah I'm looking for she it's it's Diana, Diana Diana.fitness diana.fitness and he is at Forzag and they're like a, you know couple trainers like it's great and I was messaging with her and she was like and I was like I'm just looking to fit well in a t-shirt and not get out of control while I'm stuck in the house and she's like you got to talk to my boyfriend and this guy at Forzag and I working out over the phone so I know exactly what you're talking about where like I look at Jess and I go, Get out of here. This is about to be right. embarrassing. I'm yeah. about to look like a beached whale for an hour. So I need you to get out of here. But I, I I'm like a trainer hater, quote unquote. Like I, I don't like I'm like I don't want to walk around the gym with someone who's not really This has been a fantastic experience and he does free classes and so does she. Um and they're both great. But I working with him over the phone has been like a kind of a pleasure considering I'm on my phone all day just sitting there looking at, like, bullshit all day. So, like, it's, like, an hour away.
1: Away from your phone, yeah. At the very the, least, that's, like, the best part of working out.
0: Yeah, I and I, I, I just enjoy their attitudes, both of them, as, like, you know, how it comes to it. Like, I, But it's – the hardest part is, like, I go to the roof. When I would do it in the apartment, it doesn't feel like stale air.
1: It doesn't feel the greatest, um, I would say. But, like, any workout studio, I guess, is, like – If you pump up the AC, anything feels like a little bit less stale. I think. Like a workout studio that I've been to is like kinda like it's not like it's outdoors.
0: I know. I I, I think it's more just like you're smelling your own carpet. Like it's right. And you're like uh, sweating on I'm sweating
1: on my like hardwood floors. Feels weird. Yeah.
0: And all of the at home workouts aren't like quit. You can do every at-home workout easily, but you have to do it for a long enough period of time for it to matter.
2: Mm-hmm. So like,
0: uh, like all of us can do one push-up. It's easy to do a push-up. But then they're like, yeah, do a minute of push-ups. And you're like, go fuck yourself. Like I don't want right. to do... And, and it's like you have to do like a thousand of something to like make it, you know, work out. I don't know. I, I, I just know all of our jeans are sitting in the closet and we all don't know if they fit. And we're all just trying to get by until we get back to some sort of normalcy, right?
1: Yeah, but I think it's going to be like so hard to go back. Like now, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like into um, never leaving my apartment or speaking to anyone ever.
0: <laughs> really, <laughs> you figured out In a some lot. ways. Well, I mean, the other thing is like kind of to transition. I mean, you never out went
1: of, to an office, so like never went to an office. A little different for I, you.
0: A little different, but also like I kind of like like the I've been going to bed at. 10 o'clock at night it's been 10 years since that has been a reality for me i've been i usually used to be out every shows yeah do shows and like get home at one in the morning and then wake up and like i i I don't know it's um the only positive of this whole thing is that new york city has turned into bourbon street somehow Mm -hmm. every street is just serving drinks outside and everyone is just getting hammered
1: yeah, people are uh, the what the the weather's nice. People are out. It's uh, it's like it feels like a new phase of weirdness. A um, new
0: phase of weirdness. Do you think this is like? I think that these outdoor kind of drinking on the street thing, good for dating.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great date. You like go, you're outside. You like grab a drink from what you're supporting local businesses. There you go. Or um, <laughs> you can go to the park. It's like it's kind of nice because it sort of forces you to do things like. During the day, I think day dates are probably much bigger than like they were. I would assume.
0: Sure. I mean, Jess and I are walking across bridges and shit. Like I, you know, like if someone was like, "Have you ever walked the Brooklyn Bridge?" I'd be like, "Get out of here! I don't do that shit." And right. now, like, I do that shit. <laughs> you know, like, I do I don't that know if shit. That's we, w- we walked up.
1: the Williamsburg Bridge the other day. We walk yeah. through parks now.
0: I do some um, parks, uh, but I, I think the the looseness with which people are drinking outside kind of promote like it's like a double again another double edged sword of like i kind of walk by people outside i'm like i can have a beer you know like it's like it's never beyond me just because i can right. just like do a- now like the the barriers like i could just apple pay done like like beer in hand 4 seconds yeah. later i don't know i i what do we i i got nothing to promote there's it's tough to get on the road i'm trying to do shows but now comedy clubs have opened and now they might close again and now I'm just sitting here screaming into a microphone. What do you guys got going on at Betches?
1: Well, at Betches, um, the Betches SUP is having a live show on Thursday, July 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern um, for America's virtual birthday party. So um, if you're a fan of the SUP or if you're not a fan of the SUP, I'm sure you'll love it. It's going to be really funny. Tickets are on sale now. Go to Betches.co slash SUP live or go to the Betches SUP Instagram um, and you can find out more information should we get into today's show
0: we should we've 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 chit-chatted i guess enough about it. well i i said i was I, the one thing i was trying to say before was that like when you tell someone you've been working with a trainer for three months they the first thing they do is look you up and down and then they're <laughs> like um really you know like oh you have and it's like i i think there's like a mental fitness that's going on with me as well for all of you like no you
1: okay you know we're the trainer thing yeah i i i feel like i've I'm never had stronger. a trainer but i've always i mean like i don't know i've i've i'm like i feel like i've experimented with every form of working out except a trainer it's because i'm so cheap
0: yeah i <laughs> it's i would say i'm recommending it i i think this guy um i i just didn't realize how good they were at um, directing you like you ever like see like someone try to put a tie on someone else and it's all backwards so like yeah. you ever direct somebody to, like put something on you're like no your right hand no your left hand no your like. they're so good at being like right foot out left foot back like kind of adjusting your body to do it right like sure. without without having like oh to do that over the phone that's fucking tough you have to reverse everything
1: yeah, it's, I mean like it sounds like I could probably use one given my cardio uh <laughs> cardio dance party situation. I, mean,
0: I look absolutely ridiculous and then I go on the roof and sometimes there's little kids up there and they're just looking at me like why are you jumping up and down doing like it, it is amazing that like you feel like you're a Mrs. Me, Doubtfire? Uh, well, I feel like <laughs> I'm like I'm like, man, I wish I was a kid just running around and not thinking of working out. Like, this is my outdoor time is to be sitting here with a band
2: <laughs>
1: like
0: doing <laughs> so squats. will to deal with like, it eventually. At some point. What are we talking about today?
1: So today, we got we got a great email. A few weeks ago, we had a Four Weddings Red Flag or Deal Breaker. Do you remember this?
0: I remember because I love like, Four Weddings as a yeah. show. It's a show on TLC, four women. Go to each other's weddings, and then they judge each other's weddings, and it's it, they score it. It's an amazing show that I can't stop watching. And the part of the amazing part is that they don't they don't put they put four women together. It's seemingly no connection between the four. Some they tried to do friends, which is crazy, and <laughs> they ditched that. But there's sometimes there'll be a girl they'll be like. I'm having a wedding and my budget's ten thousand dollars. And you're like, okay. And then there'll be another woman on the show and she'll go, I'm having a wedding and my budget is fifty thousand dollars. To me, those are those shouldn't be in the same competition with each other.
1: Right. That's like saying having totally different ingredients for a meal. It's like one person saying, Oh, all I, I have ketchup and bread. And yeah. The other person being like, and I, I have these spices and I have, you know Yeah. Like meats and bar- like you can't you can't compare the two. And then this meal is better.
0: There's nothing you could do. And then sometimes the woman will be like, my budget's $2,000 and I'm having a circus theme. And you're like, no, you're fucking not. There's no (laughs) circus theme happening for two, like like how much- That's sort of the
1: TLC thing. You ever seen like house hunters?
0: I've seen some house hunters.
1: I have like $4,000 to spend and I would like a house on the beach- with and like and then they go and they're like the realtor finds them like a house on the beach for this like incredibly small budget and they're like well you know like the closet space is just like not what i envisioned and you can tell the realtor (laughs) wants to be like go fuck yourself for this
0: well well, part of that's kind of the reason i like watching with jess i would encourage everyone to watch four weddings with their significant other because you really don't get a taste i would assume you don't know how your significant other is going to be as a bride or a groom until you get to the wedding. So, this show, like, or until it,
1: you get to other people's weddings that you that's attend together. True,
0: that you attend together. Mm-hmm. But, like, this show with other people's weddings, you're not sure of like money versus what you get out of it. And it's like, it's right. nice that we watch it together and she's like, oh, that's horrible. That's great. You know, like, I, and I just kind of like, okay keeping an eye on this. You know, like it, it is, a, it opens up a conversation that generally you're not going to have with someone you're dating.
1: Right. Unless you're this guy.
0: So yeah,
1: we got this email. I, I laughed the entire time I was reading it. I really, I enjoyed every aspect of it. I'm going to read it. Please um, read it.
0: There's so many like human parts of this email. Like <laughs> that, th- this email, like kind of like is the epitome of this show where it's like, This is an uncomfortable conversation had comfortably right here because it is every part of it I understand. So hit us us with the email. Hi, Jordan and Jared. My
1: girlfriend of six months hooked me on your podcast during quarantine. Here's the story in question. Yesterday (laughs) I was catching up on your podcast. Two weeks ago during the end of your You Up episode, you had a deal breaker question about the Four Weddings show. This might not have been... I, I'm not sure if this was actually two weeks ago. It was probably a little longer. Whatever um, just it might for be for context. Whatever. And by the time this airs. Um, never hearing of the show, I did a quick Google search. And to my surprise, the first image is someone who looks very familiar. I take a closer look and lo and behold, it's my high school slash beginning of college girlfriend of four years who was a contestant with her husband.
0: Amazing. I mean, how, hold on. How, how like jealous are you of the moment that, like, this guy had? I am like shocked that he wouldn't know that. Maybe it's because
1: I'm such a stalker. I'm always sort of like perplexed by these people who like find things out about their exes when I just feel like I know everything there is to know about them
0: currently <laughs> you're like maybe like for this to I'd be, be like,
1: hidden this, could not, this would not happen to a woman because she would like I, already know all of this i just find maybe, it so funny he was like this got him to google the show and he found out through the only Athens. the <laughs>
0: only thing the only way i could understand this happening is if this person is around my age and he was a late person to social media that's the only, right. this is like from another time, this email for like, this is like in the era of like, Oh, I ran into my girlfriend and we had like my, I ran into my ex-girlfriend and she's got a whole family. I had no idea. Like that is not of this era. So right. the only way this could happen. Do so you agree said,
1: that it's like,
0: I agree. It's, it's I, like, it's, like, like it's, if it
1: was your high school girlfriend, you'd probably know
0: the fact that nobody texted him to be like, Hey dude, like someone would get that to me you know, like outside of social media. But the way I could understand this happening is this guy joined Facebook, like senior year of college and, and, and just, you know, friending an ex felt weird and he just never did it. And, but I, I love, I'm like jealous of him having the experience. Like, this is what you miss out on when you, when, when you do stalk all your exes, like, (laughs) <laughs> that juicy moment of like oh my god i just oh my- Google four weddings and it's fucking you know rachel or whoever right. it is you know and like, the
1: conversations that you get to have with everyone who knew this person oh this guy's got, like
0: oh my god everyone is having a bad 2020 except for this guy
1: it's so funny because like i feel like there was on the bachelor on the bat on the bachelor like four years ago there was a girl who like knew someone who knew who like went to camp with someone. She was like a sixth degree of like Jewish separation. And like, I knew all about the connection to like someone's camp friends, friend about her. And like, that was exciting enough. I I can only imagine.
0: (laughs) I even think I know who you're talking about. Like, Like that's, I agree with you. Just the, the subtle connection, watching these shows, like watching the TLC shows, the bachelor, whatever this like trash TV thing is, if you have any amount of personal connection, you're locked in. You want it because it, it, it's a version of schadenfreude. Like you're like, you know, I, I, I want to see like I'm it's kind of like like whenever I think of like we've talked about this before. But like when I see an ex get married I as a guy, when a guy watches an ex get married on social media, that would have been your wedding. Right. You know, like I'm not going to be like I'm not. When I get married, I'm not going to be like the flowers must be daisies. Like, I don't give a fuck. It's whatever <laughs> you know, she's like,
1: going to pick, right? Yeah.
0: I'll have opinions. I'll I'm gonna. I'm not like at at that point. I'm I'm directing a cruise ship. I'm not directing a speedboat. You know, like I'll be like, yeah, uh, you know, stay away from. You know, like I want. You know, a band. You know, like that would be right. my biggest opinion. But like band over DJ. It, it, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be like. Well, we cannot have a saxophonist not in my wedding. Like, I would never <laughs> say such a thing. But I, it is one of those things where, like, this guy, like the uh, he's like I. If I saw an ex for weddings, she's in the picture, I'd be like, oh my god, I have to see this,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, you yeah. Would go watch the whole thing. So he says, I immediately text, send a text to my girlfriend who, um, who's at work. See, attached. We'll read that after. And we had an, a good oh my God moment. Then the conversation changes. She tells me later that night that she went through every season on TLC to find the episode. By the way, the episode was in season nine.
2: Then oh she based. Oh my God. It- <laughs> well,
0: I mean, do you think she like, I mean, at that point, it's easier to find the episode the way it he's explaining yet. it, it shouldn't be... It, wasn't it shouldn't like she be was that like, hard to find. You know, it wasn't Although like... Yeah, the she, name. The name and see... Yeah, this right. is not like... It, you could find... I mean, the idea that she was like, okay, season one, episode one, we start right. the search is a little far-fetched. Okay.
1: So she finds the episode in season nine. Then she Facetime with her close friends and they all watched the episode together <laughs> while she was in the office. She let it slip that they were talking shit about my ex and the people dancing at the wedding. I was hesitant to watch it, but we ended up watching the episode together that night. She continued to tell me while watching it together how ridiculous so, everyone sorry.
0: Okay, keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt because I, I I'm I, I I'm already forming my opinion of why I'm on her side a little bit. But go ahead. <laughs>
1: She continued to tell me while watching it together how ridiculous everyone was acting and dancing. Granted, this wedding was in Jersey and had its fair share of fist pumping, but still. What she did not realize that those people were also my lifelong friends who didn't tell you that they were on for weddings. Anyway. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Friends I've mentioned to her numerous times and shown pictures of us hanging out to her. To defend my girlfriend, the wedding was six years ago and my friends look much younger. I must admit the dancing was a little more aggressive for a typical wedding, see the second photo attached, but overall they were just having a great time as we Jersey folks do. I have to say that my (laughs) style has changed considerably since high school, 10 years ago, but still I'm very proud of where I'm from, I was excited for her to meet these home friends once quarantine is over. We currently live in an east coast city south of New Jersey, and I'm starting to think that she is judging me from where I'm from. How offended should I be? Is this a red flag? And then just to go over the texts, they're at the bottom of the email. Yeah, yeah I got it. Um, he, te- he texts her,
0: if you're going to be him. Yeah, lit- listening to the end of you up from last week, I Google search for the four wedding show, and this is the first pick. The second girl to the left is blank. And, and then, then I
1: go, she goes, oh, my God, she was on the show. <laughs> and then it should be and then, I mean, and then the second picture is basically um like a picture of like what looks like a grandma grinding with like <laughs> with a guy with
0: kids, yeah, yeah, um, so do you have any thoughts i i her response, like I like his girlfriend because this sh- that's what this show is all about. Like, it, like this, like four weddings, you're not watching it. Like there, most of it is to go is to like, kind of make fun of it and be happy that you weren't there. You, you know, like I, hmm. the, the, the part of the email that's like, actually like, I, I, you, 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 you picked out like a part of the email that I agree with where it's like all your lifelong friends were there and they never mentioned it. The the <laughs> number one thing I think about when I watch four weddings is how crazy it is to have a camera crew at your wedding and how and and three other women who are just judging like
1: here's the here's why I, under any other circumstance i would think that would be weird but at a wedding there's usually actually many videographers and photographers so i can almost see why at a wedding it might almost like you might almost forget that they were there in the same way that like you forget that like the people are video because people are videotaping your wedding
0: anyway i I never thought of that you're right i i i and i guess then the videographer is just focused in on three angry women the whole time like like that's the weirder
1: part it's almost like that love actually part where the guy is filming the wedding except for he just keeps doing creepy close-ups sure like the bride
0: (laughs) yeah i uh yeah i guess you're right um because i always watch it i'm like they'll like turn to each other and be like that was cute like you're like Shut up. It's their wedding. Like, 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 these, right. like imagine you're giving your vows and then you hear one girl. You don't even know just sitting in the crowd going, I wouldn't have said that. Like,
1: like, what do you say? Here's the thing though. People are kind of like saying that anyway, they're just not like on a show.
0: Yeah. I guess, and that I guess it's like the I, fucked
1: up part about, about that. We're all sort of on four weddings. We're on like 40 weddings really. Cause sure. like every girl who goes to a wedding, who's like in her, like, Mid to late twenties and thirties is like looking at it to compare it to to their or, or her idea. Or, or she's idea. like, "Oh, I like that. I'm going to bottle yeah. that for my own. Or I don't like that. Like, I'm going to make also, a point to not do that."
0: I I mean, I've talked a lot about. I do a uh, when I did stand up back seven hundred years ago. <laughs> um, I used to talk about how like old Jews in movie theaters are the loudest fucking people in movie theaters. And it's the same at weddings, like you'll hear old Jews at weddings, like, "Oh, that's the cousin, like you'll hear that <laughs> like, right. oh, she used that's Barbara's niece, like when they're walking the exactly. aisle, like just like, 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 like oh. screaming
1: random facts as if there's like
0: yeah not, there's this
1: isn't the most magical day of someone's <laughs> life
0: It's always an old Jewish aunt screaming like like." Very weird, descri- very vague descriptions that they think are specific. So it will be like, she was in the thing, and Barbara's thing had the thing. And you're like, okay, let them walk down the aisle. We can hear you over the string yeah. quartet. Yeah. But I, I do think it is interesting what happened. I can tell you what happened, though. She tells okay. me later that night they went through every season and TLC found the episode, and then she watches it with her friends first. That's what set her up for disaster. Cuz her and her friends watched the episode together and made fun of it and they were cackling and they were laughing and they're having the best day ever. Finally, we found an episode of Four Weddings we can trash this person's wedding. We can trash everyone in it. Right. And then her and her boyfriend sat in the couch and she probably redid the jokes she did for her friends that killed. Like she found out what it's like to bomb. You know, right. Like what I know to bomb because you'll and now have she's one like, audience oh like
1: these everyone everyone was laughing at like these at this moment like y- yeah what, she, he, right.
0: she's repeating the jokes that she did well with her friends and then when she watched it again with her boyfriend the boyfriend was like well I know him you know like,
2: right. Like, like,
1: right right this is less funny to me because like he's, a, I, he's actually like a pretty good guy
0: right yeah ex- exactly like and you're like well why aren't you having as much fun with this as I am and he you know the way he's taken it's well it's more personal and he's also taken this This direction this could have been my wedding he's probably thinking this
1: this, this could have been mine
0: this could have been mine this could have been these could these are my friends also he's doing a thing that a lot of New Jersey people do and I I I, I, my DMs are about to flood Um, people from New Jersey do this thing where they're like they like take pride in in the like in these like things that people make fun of like they get ahead of what people make fun of so he's like yeah we did a lot of fist pumping but that's why i love jersey you know (laughs) us new jersey people we're fist pumping and we yell go fuck yourself all the time that's what we do i not for everybody but i love it and it's like okay everybody's state has assholes in it like like it's like it's this weird like this weird like Jersey strong thing that it's like, I get it. You're fr- you're proud of where you're from because you grew up there and you have memories from being a kid. Like I- he's taking it too personally is my opinion. Right. What do you.
1: Yeah. I think it would be like kind of crazy for him to not think, first of all, the show is edited for entertainment value, right? Yes. So if you saw all the raw footage of the entire wedding, yes. like if she saw that, if she saw the, the video, trailer that the real videographer put together with like the sentimental moments, sure, it wouldn't sure. be as funny. This is a yeah. show made for entertainment. So they're going to pick out the most absurd parts of the whole thing for your girlfriend and her friends is to, to their pleasure. It's like the bachelor. Like you get the edited version of the most absurd things that people are saying
0: even, in the time, even more to that point. Have you ever watched the video from like a bar mitzvah or a wedding where they go over to the dance floor? Everyone looks fucking ridiculous. Everyone looks out of their mind. It, I don't care if you're from Jersey or you're from Tampa. It doesn't make a difference. So, right. like, it is there to be made fun of. Like, like I, I, like I go back and... I have friends that I grew up with and, they, like, women for some reason... I don't know if this is a women thing, but I, always the women in my life. I grew up... Uh, uh, I have two very close friends, both women that we were like babies together. And they're houses every now and again they just like turn down the lights and put on old home videos and i'm like and i would always walk in there and be like why are you watching these things like this is so embarrassing and they loved it and they loved laughing at all the people dancing and they like remembered lines from it like it was their favorite movie like this is like a version of that to me like anybody's yeah. dance floor would look ridiculous not just your friend's it's anyone's friends would be like, look at that guy. Like any wedding. I remember I went to a wedding where one dude got out of his tux and put on a basketball jersey and I was like making fun of him like the rest of the night. And I was like, this is – and if a video camera was on that, I would do the same thing on the couch.
1: Right. It doesn't mean that you like think you're better than him or like – No. You're, right. I think that – I agree. I think that we explain this pretty well in the, in the sense that like First of all, it's her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, so she already has a proclivity to, like, talk some shit. I don't think that yeah. this has any translation to, like, what she will think of your actual friends or, like, any I, of that. I, I, I think that's I think, overthinking it a little bit.
0: It's overthinking it, and he's, I think he's, again, the Jersey thing is playing first and foremost to me because he's mentioned it a couple times in his email, and this is something people do with their home states. Oh, that's what we do, and it's like, dude, that's what everyone does with a different accent like right also gives, uh, like you know. it's
2: okay
1: to own that you're like the little ridiculous parts of of your of where you're from like i'm from long island yes it has its own it has it that has its own
0: um i'm from outside of boston people Bo- say right. i'm from outside of boston believe me uh, no one's ever said anything yeah. about anybody from boston yeah i i I'm I think it's you. okay to
1: be like a little <laughs> self-aware of like the stereotypes of your area and like have a little laugh at them. Doesn't Absolutely. mean you're like a traitor to your state or your city or your also, town.
0: Also, your friends are just as fucking stupid as everyone else's friends. So, it's like your friends aren't like unmake funnable. Like like they like those could have been anybody and she would have made fun of it. I'm on her side. I think she did everything any normal person would have done. And I think he's taking also the other thing to take personally is like he dated that woman. So this kind of goes back to the email that we did um, with about Kay's suitor from Mm. from the dating show you guys are doing. Like the woman who was like, oh, that's my ex. I I'm kind of embarrassed by it. He's a little embarrassed by it. Like he dated he dated someone who would go on a reality show to try and win a honeymoon. Like that's a little embarrassing. So I get it. I get it, too. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at com or get the Racketson app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl and branch. Bowl and branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are bowl and branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowl and branch. B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com. Promo code UUP exclusions apply. See site for details. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. You want to read it? This is our
1: second male writer
0: you sorry, you'd be at yeah I, th- I i think the audience is growing a lot, feel, we got a lot
1: more emails from men recently actually
0: i think what's happened is and i i uh, as, as evident from the last email is the men are getting brought in by their girlfriends which i love like and it's happening during quarantine they're going hey you need some shit to listen to like i have kind of like fallen in and out of podcasts i listen to because i'm like I've had enough of these voices I need like and also I think generally people are looking again if I I, this is a plug for the podcast this is the perfect show to put your brain on the shelf and let us take the wheel and that's what we're looking to do for an hour hour and a half we've been even running long because both Jordan and I don't want to talk to our roommates that much. Okay. So, <laughs> so this is our this is
1: our one our one time a week.
0: <laughs> this is the only way time we get away. So keep sending the emails, keep spreading the word UUP at Petches.com. You ready for some awkward sex? I'm ready. J and J, big fan and loyal listener here, saw Jared crush a stand up set at the comedy cellar a couple a couple years back while visiting NYC and have been listening to podcasts ever since. That brings back a in, tear to my eye.
1: It's back Ugh. in the days
0: of yore. I know. <laughs> After this back back when stand-up existed. Um, yes. I, I appreciate the insights and good advice you both regularly give out. I've rated, reviewed, subscribed, several friends, uh, referred several friends, all that jazz. I have an awkward sex story for you. I was casually dating a woman I met on Hinge. It was something like our fourth date. and We hadn't had sex yet. We both decided it was time to take things to the next level. We had hung out at her place a couple of times before. She, was de- she has a dog that is very friendly and cute, but also doesn't respect personal space and tends to repetitively lick any inch of exposed skin. uh oh Uh, When it came time to move to the bedroom, she locked the dog out of the room and turned off all the lights. It was so dark, I couldn't see anything. No lighting at all. I was just groping around in the darkness the whole time. That that sounds sexy. Uh, But that was far from the weirdest aspect of the night. Immediately following sex, she went to the bathroom, and when the door opened, the dog burst back in. I kid you not, the dog made a direct beeline for my semi-erect penis and started licking aggressively. Oh, my God. This is during the period immediately following sex where the penis is extremely sensitive and any sort of touch is very unwelcome. I was completely unprepared for this attack, and it sent shockwaves through my whole body. Oh, this is brutal. Uh, as I tried to cover my penis, I shouted out, <laughs> <laughs> this as is like I a tried, romance novel, yeah. As I tried to cover my penis, <laughs> I shouted it out in horror. What the hell? The dog is licking my penis.
2: <laughs> now nah, I
0: don't know if that's what I'm yelling out, <laughs> What would you yell know? out? Ah! Like I would. <laughs> I, would <laughs> I wouldn't be as descriptive. Just penis is just such a aggressive word. Her like resp- yeah vagina and penis like i guess uh, dick is better dick right i guess yeah i don't know he was wanted to use the
1: the real tech like uh, a li- clinical term
0: <laughs> her response was with a dismissive tone well don't let the dog do that <laughs> okay okay uh Don't let the dog do that. It's not like I asked for this. If it was up to me, trust me, I would definitely not have allowed this to happen. My question to you guys, is this something that dogs commonly do? I've never been with a woman who owns a dog before, and if this is common, I will need to make sure to take precaution to protect myself next time. Also, given her nonchalant response, do you think this is a learned behavior of this dog, i.e. it knows that being locked out of the bedroom means sex is happening and makes a beeline for the penis every time? No, I don't think that's. <laughs> the <thing> that is. <laughs> no, I don't think. I she, think that's something she would be aware of. Yeah, is it com- is completely excusing the bad behavior of a dog a deal breaker? We've since broken up, so this dog won't have a chance to become a repeat offender. Hope you get a both get a good laugh out of this, and looking forward to hearing your responses. Sincerely, feeling violated. So, Jordana, <laughs> what do you think of this situation? Um. You and I are I both th- not dog owners.
1: We're not dog owners. I don't know if this. I mean, I I can tell you that um, when I was young, we had a dog that wasn't neutered. We had a golden mm. retriever that wasn't neutered, and he used to like try to like hump me and my sisters, just like
2: okay. walking around. <laughs> he was a
1: very sexually aggressive. Dog. Okay. I don't know if this is this is the closest I encounter that I've I've come to yeah. a uh, well, a, but but um, I would say it's a the fact that she didn't really care is like the annoying part. I think the actual, well, like if she was like, if this, if if I had a dog, I would imagine. And it did that to a guy that I was sleeping with. I imagine my first response would be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, let me get the dog out. Not like, sure. Why are you letting him do that?
0: I, (laughs) well, this is, I mean, okay. My DMS are about to be flooded with people from Jersey who own dogs. Dog owners can be pieces of shit. And uh, well, they can be, I said, they can be. What happens with, the, and I immediately, dog people are out of their minds, like in general, like just the nature, just by virtue that you and I, at, right four seconds ago, just said we both don't owe dogs, someone will think that we have no ability to have a reasonable uh, response to this email. That's how crazy right. dog people are. They're like, well, you don't own a dog, you don't understand. I understand common courtesy. What happens with dog owners a lot of times is if they don't train the dog well enough, they blame the dog and then they don't take any blame themselves. Like to right. me this is it's a like badly a kid. Yeah, it's like a kid. They'll go, "Oh, like but like with a kid, if a kid just came up to me and started humping my leg, they you, the uh, the owner of the kid wouldn't go, "Oh, little Timmy just does that sometimes." Right. You know, dog owners do do that. Like, just, oh, just shoo them away. No, why don't you parent your dog? Why don't you, you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, this is her saying that this isn't my problem. Oh, the dog does it. It's like, well, why don't you speak to the dog and tell him to to stop, right? I
1: also, yeah, I also just feel like if, if she's, if she or anyone in this scenario were like not concerned with like how the way that their animal was reacting to you was making you feel. That in itself shows that they don't really they're they're not they don't really care about well, you that much. They
0: they don't really care about having responsibility for the pet,
1: or the way that that whatever that not having responsibility for the for the pet is impacting like other people and their and their comfort.
0: Well, that that's the thing when you, when you don't look at the dog and go bad dog, saying hey dog stop that's wrong, is a little bit of her admitting, I did wrong. I haven't right. trained the dog well enough. I should, you know, like, well, that's almost I mean, like the same thing as if
1: your partner says something that sort of like is embarrassing you or like, or, or is yeah, wrong. Like if I've you're not, chosen
0: this partner. Yeah. If you're <laughs> not like,
1: stop. We're like, stop saying that or stop yeah. doing that. Like, it's kind of the same thing.
0: There's similar. I mean, <laughs> Jordana just described her her partner as uh, like owning a dog, <laughs> but I, I and vice I, versa. I, and vice versa. I, I, I. There is an element of like, you know, what are you, you know, I don't know. I this. I get annoyed with dog owners because a lot of times it, they will take they'll blame their own bad behavior on the dog, and this right. is kind of what this is this email is saying like a dog licking your penis. Like that's a horrible, that's a horrifying thing. Like I wouldn't want that at all. Like the idea that like a dog just runs in and just starts licking everything. You're like, okay, this is a badly trained dog. Like, so, you know, there's no, that's objectively done wrong. The problem becomes that like dog owners are, if they're out of their minds, they, they always do this thing. Well, you don't understand. Oh, that could be because of this. And it's like, I I I don't right, know what's not your problem. Yeah, yeah, that's not my problem. I I this happens all the time with like you walk around the city like the the leash being all the way across the sidewalk like and then what they do is they go oh you must hate dogs no I hate rude people <laughs> you know like I yeah. and, but I I think like well the what the hell the dog is licking my penis also is like such a jarring thing to yell out that like I also would give the dog owner a little bit credit. Like, I don't even know okay. what to say to that. <laughs> like, right. Maybe like, that was
1: just her initial reaction of like, like, okay, well, like stop him.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I, like, I'll take care of this later. I'm a little embarrassed. So like, right. I do understand where it's like, if I heard like the dog is looking my penis, I'd be like, um, stop him now. <laughs> like, right. Like, like, don't you not want this? The
1: obvious answer is to like, right. Not allow this to happen.
0: Yeah, I but I'd I would also
1: I would also follow it with like oh my god I'm so sorry.
0: I yeah, I would follow up. I'm so sorry. I got to get him to stop. We're training or I need to start retraining the dog. Like I I but all of those responses take some you know sense of responsibility. Like I I think we kind of live in a little bit of a world right now where nobody takes the loss And it's like a version of saying, hey, I'm sorry, the dog's out of its fucking mind is a version of going, I didn't properly train my dog. Right.
1: People should do that. Red flag deal breaker. Red flag if the dog is licking you. Deal breaker if the response is not like apologetic.
0: Yeah, it's a deal breaker if it's like amongst other things with the dog, like you, you that you're taking no responsibility. Right. Like that you're just like, that's what he does. That's that's little barky. And you're right. like, no, Barky sucks. I agree. What would you call it?
1: Doggy Dick Daycare. <laughs> sure. What about you?
0: <laughs> I feel like you've totally checked out on this email. You're like, fuck this dog. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, sit, boo-boo, sit. Remember the old TV thing? The puppy who
1: lost its who lost its penis i don't
0: know <laughs> do, do you remember the tv thing Sit, boo boo sit good dog no remember? what like, is that well like after tv shows they would have this like outro like for the production company sit ubu sit <laughs> that's it it's um it was at the end of um family ties spin city family ties yeah that show from like the 80s yeah okay <laughs> i like tv we are sponsored by better help What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book...
1: You know, I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show balconette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be, but it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary-looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skim's changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now, and there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi-bra. Skim's bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 38 to 46 H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. All right, emails. Hi, J&J. My boyfriend of a year and a half is looking to buy a house and has been thinking about this for the whole time I've known him. So they've been dating a year and a half. He has said things here and there about me eventually moving in and has asked me my preference on certain areas however, the overall general feeling I get is hot and then cold and then not and not inclusive of me He has made comments like "This house has a two-car garage so I could get another car." He made a comment if I had 50k more I could look into this neighborhood um, without ever bringing me into the equation I have savings and I probably I would pr- possibly be interested in helping, but the larger is issue is uh that he wasn't bringing it up and we weren't having an open open adult conversation about our plan he invited me to house showings but in in a way like in a way that's like any desire to see a house tomorrow at 9 a.m or would you rather sleep in which felt like an obligatory (laughs) ask since he knew he would be waking we would be waking up together the next day the um, the one house showing we went to together he was awkward when the realtor brought up middle schools and made the comment that 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 wasn't, of a con- that wasn't of concern. He is 30, I'm 27, and I know we are ways away from marriage slash kids, but to me, him buying a house and us moving in together is something that we should have been able to have an open dialogue about. The glossing over went on for months, and I finally brought it up and said how I honestly felt in the situation. He responded by saying it was a financial decision first for him, and he would try to be more inclusive, and that he would obviously want me to move in eventually. My lease has another 10 months, and I'm not 100% sure I would want to move in right away, but it just felt weird that he is making this huge life decision and barely consulting me. Our talk left me feeling unfulfilled, and I'm not really sure where to go from here. This isn't the first time he has avoided having hard conversations, and when I bring them up, he is good at diffusing the conversation, but I always feel unsatisfied for having to bring it up in the first place. Uh, I read Attached, and I think we are the attached-avoidant relationship, so I do tend to overanalyze, and he tends to think unilaterally. Am I reading too much into this? Would love to hear your thoughts on this. Thank you. Confused Lisey.
0: This is a tough one. What do you think? Well, I I think there's a transition in every relationship where and we've I think we've talked about this before, but that the dating, it goes from the conversation goes from me to we. Right. And, you know, I don't think that there's a like an actual talk like there is when you become dating, but it, it's got to feel natural for both parties that like, you know, a wedding invitation, are we going? It's uh, you right. know, a wedding invitation. That's comes. the difference
1: between like a relationship and like a serious relationship. I would say,
0: I would say that too. So it's like, um, like, so when Jess and I first started dating, I own my apartment. And when it came, you know, the discussion of like, okay, when she started saying like like when we started talking about moving in together, she would say I don't want to move into your apartment. That was part of the discussion, mm. and that you know, and at that point, those are what part was her of the reasoning discussion. for that. She wanted to live downtown. She liked living downtown. She was like I I want to be near my friends and um and also I don't and a, a, a part of it was. That she didn't want to feel like she was moving. I I think...
1: she was living in your...
0: In my space. Right. I think that was like so a big So it was your
1: apartment and she was living... She didn't want to feel like she was living in your apartment.
0: I think that was like most of it. Like it, like she didn't want to feel like she was like a, a renter in my home. Like, you know, it's like... It, right. Like, you know, like had an apartment in my apartment. You know, and I, I understand that. Like there's not... I heard that and I was like, okay... And also, that's like part of relationships where it's like, you have a different feeling than I have. Like, in my mind, I'm like, hey, like, and also, like, hey, it's cheaper to move in here. Like, we we don't have to move. Like, uh, I can split the cost of the move from you to me. Like, I was bringing up other sides. I'm like, here are the pros and cons. Like, and you go through that together, right? Right. Yes. So, in this situation, like, and I, I also do understand that people generally, have their own plans uh, of like, I'm gonna own a house by 30 and I'm gonna be at this level of my career by 32. Like that could be anyone, male or female. So, but when you start seeing someone seriously, they have to work into those plans, right?
1: Well, yeah, that's, I think that, yeah, if you're making any long-term plans and you see a future with the person that you're dating, like you should be taking them into consideration after a certain point. If you're not, I do think it indicates that you're not as serious about the relationship. But yeah. again, I can see the other side too, where it's kind of like, this is something that I'm doing with or without you. And I kind of like, this is something that I want for a reason that has nothing to do with our relationship. Although in a sense, it's kind of like, it's hard to make that argument because it's a house where yeah, like,
0: I-, I think this is like out of order to me. Like, to me, like, like, to me, like, don't they talk about moving in first and then, like, if you're dating someone, you're like, well, I'm buying a house, it's happening, and it's like, and then you start seeing someone, you get more and more serious, you have to go, all right, well, like, remember that episode of The Office where Jim just buys his parents' house without even telling Pam? And you're surprise. like uh, surprise, yeah. Like you'd be like, what? Well, what? Like in I don't what relationship? Live in your parents'
1: old house. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and also like in what relationship does a surprise house like make any sense? You know, right. like like you didn't even talk. And like the person asking, like she said in this email, like you know how awkward it got when the person asked about the school system. And it's like, dude, are you just like what? If his reasoning for buying a house is like, I want to have equity. Like, like he needs to maybe find another way to do that or maybe include this per I don't know it I think it's too early to buy a house together but it's it's also like it, it like I, I think right. the like the order I can understand
1: the- his dilemma of like this is something I want to do yeah um I wanted to do it for a while and like I am happy to be dating but I'm not I'm not at the point yet where like every decision in my life needs to feel like it's like like I want to be able I still want to be independent enough that I'm making decisions that I want on my own which I do think is like fine it just means like he's maybe not like thinking about how serious his relationship can will will be I think that I think she's right and that guys do are able to compartmentalize that more than like a lot of women are Mm. so I think that we would take into consideration like the whole picture and correct me if I'm wrong and that's just an excuse
0: that feels like an excuse to me because I've kind of gone through this. Like, I I there, I there, had already had my apartment that I was an owner of. And then I had to, like... And then we have this discussion. I moved downtown. Like, I'm now in a new apartment. And, you know, to me, like, when we talked about it, I was like, well, if that's what makes this whole... You know, like, if that's how... I don't know. It, it, it's... Because I remember with my apartment, I was like, man, it would be so easy if she just wanted to live here, <laughs> you know, like... Well, what if and, he's
1: like, what if in his... You already own that apartment, so what if in his head, he's like, okay, we've been dating a year and a half, it's going well, I'm not sure that we're going to get married, but like, I feel like it's a pretty serious relationship, but at this point, I'm not, I just don't know yet, so so I don't know if I, I, I but I want a house regardless, and like...
0: So I think that's what she needs to say to him, like, you know... She said, like, she wrote a very important part. I think she has to like own what she's looking for. She's like, well, I could help with the, the the apartment. No, 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 no. It's not about that. You said that you have a lease that's up in 10 months. The lease has another 10 months, and I'm not 100% sure I would want to move in right away. You have to get to the point of wanting to move in with him. Like, right. Because you, then
1: then you have like an actual... Then you're going to him with like a clear vision.
0: Sure. And, of and this and is what I want. So... I think the idea of like him buying a place, but like like he could do what I did. He could buy the place, get into it, and you could say to him, "Hey, I want to live with you, but we you got to find someone to be a tenant and and do like do things that way." And it's like, and and move forward with me there. It's a very tough thing. I I, because because
1: I get. Let's say he's like, okay, I'm not sure that I'm not at that point where I'm like ready to to propose. I'm not, I'm not like, or I'm not a hundred percent sure that this is going to last forever. Do I want to like do something which I consider like a financial, a way to like financially secure myself or something that I'm doing, like in terms of my career, or my finances, do I want to like involve this person in that? If I'm not sure, like what what if it didn't work out?
0: I, I wouldn't, I would be like, to me, if I was in his position, the thing is, like, it, it's tough to tell someone. Like, if his goal is to own a a property, a house, um, I could see how he'd be like. This has always been my goal, but it, it, it's it's weird because it's like, if he was taking the relationship seriously, then he would think about her in ter- uh, amongst right. her goals. I I. To me, it feels well, like he's... I think that's the real question. It's not even about yeah. the house. It's not yeah. about the house because I'm thinking of like, you know, I think of these things with Jess involved because I take our relationship seriously. Like, if I didn't, I would be like, yeah, I'm still buying this fucking house. I, uh, this is kind of my plan. Like, I, I, I think this is like... some. Sometimes people are in relationships lazily. like right. Like, where it's like, yeah, you're here. We go out sometimes. This is my relationship. And it's like, and they're like, "Well, that's done. I have my social life all done. Now, let me take care of everything else, and we'll see how that works out. You know, it kind of feels like that to me, right?
1: Yeah, it does I mean, I'm saying it it does feel like that, but I also like i I can understand a line of thinking that he has of like, I'm not sure how serious this is going to be. And again, like I agree like that is the question. That's what she really wants to know. The house is really just like an excuse for that. So I think like what she should do is sort of clarify like where she sees the relationship going. And I think that will lead into the conversation about the house because if she's like, I, you know, they've been dating a year and a half, which isn't, it's it's not super long, but it's also not very short. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, it's actually almost like a, it makes sense as like a time of like one person, maybe wanting to move faster or deeper into a relationship than Mm -hmm. another. But I think it's a totally acceptable time to be like, Well, where do you see this going? Like if you're buying this house, do you envision like getting married and then like raising kids in it? Or is this something that you want to like flip in a few years and really like you don't really foresee as like a long, a long-term thing that you're gonna have?
0: And I think an important part of her email, this isn't the first time he's avoided having hard conversations. When I bring them up, he is good at diffusing the conversations. I think this isn't like a battle of you versus him in these conversations. You have to decide what you want. If you're saying hey, I enjoy my time with you. I envision myself moving in with you as things are going today, whenever that will happen. Do you see that happening, considering how we're dating now? Like, I think she has to own a little bit more of, like, what she wants in her plans.
1: Right. And I'm saying, like, and then, like, finding out, I'm saying, it's the only reason I was like, well, find out from him about, like, what he wants to do with the house is, like, so that you can see if that aligns with your plans.
0: Yeah, And and... You know, it becomes this thing where she was like, "Well, I read the attach, and I think the Attached avoidance relationship." So I tend to overanalyze. No, I don't think it's overanalyzing to go, "Hey, you're bringing up buying a house. If you buy a house, that's going to impact the decision of whether you move in with me. That does affect my life." Like he's operating in a world where his decisions don't affect her life, and that's not true. Whenever you're in a relationship with someone, every decision you make is is going to be, you know felt by Especially the other person. Especially if,
1: if you see it going somewhere.
0: That's what I'm saying. And so I think like, that's
1: a fair question to ask at this point.
0: Yeah, and I so I think like the idea that like he operates in this vacuum. I buy a house that's nothing to do with you. Well, it does have something to do with me. That pushes back, you know, like I was right. planning I'm on maybe... To
1: like, right, I'm looking to like uh, live with w- like my lease is up in 10 months. I was thinking we would move in together. So if this is going to be a house that I'm going to be moving into, I think that like th- we should have that discussion.
0: Yeah, and... I don't want to live in a house that was just bought and I have to like live as, as the tenant of my boyfriend. Like that's a perfectly reasonable th- That was right. kind of how it was brought to me. Like that's not the exact words that my girlfriend used, but in, you know, it's the words are, you know, that's kind of how I've thought about it. Right. It's difficult. I think that's be- fair. It, it's fair. It's difficult. I, I think like all of these transitional things are very difficult where it's like, yeah, the like, you know, I'm talking about like going home. I, I want to go see my parents. And it's like my parents are like, come, come, come. And I go, well, I have to like talk this out with someone. Right. <laughs> you know, like I can't just I could I could hop a flight, but it'd be very like to me. I wouldn't feel comfortable just like, hey, I'm tomorrow at eight. I'm getting on a flight. I'm going to go see my parents. Like, right.
1: You'd have to I, discuss it with someone.
0: I would or, yeah. I would think that's part of a relationship. I, someone could hear that and go why it's your parents and i would go well i i wouldn't i would understand right, that that's, like that's the, the difference person. between yeah. a serious
1: relationship and like a casual relationship
0: yeah yeah and and it's like if he can't even talk about the idea of you moving in right now then maybe he's not even thinking that far ahead right. and he doesn't see this as seriously as you do
1: The inability to talk about it, I think, is like one of the bigger issues because I do think that like it's common and it's okay for people to want to move at different speeds in a relationship. I don't think that it's like totally crazy to think that like one person can be ready for the next step before another person. I don't think that means that person will never be ready or not. You know what I mean? Like people take different amounts of time before they want to like do anything, move in together, get married, have kids. Like just because someone isn't on the exact same page as you, I don't think that's necessarily even realistic to expect the two people are going to want the same things at the same time with every aspect of them moving forward.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So the question is more like, are you willing to talk about like the fact that you aren't ready and when you think you might be ready or like that you're unsure or, or articulate like what you're actually feeling about the relationship in like a real way? Or are you just trying to like brush off that conversation? Because I think that's really the bigger question.
0: Yeah. Are you brushing off this conversation? Sometimes it feels like people brush off these conversations because they're, lo- they're too lazy to, to end a relationship. You know, right. like, ah, oh, I don't know. I like how things are going. So they just want to, like, run in place where they are. Ah, oh, why don't we just keep, you know, Until you doing break this? up with them, right. Like, yeah, Kind of. Yeah, it, there's a f- feeling of that.
1: Well, I think guys also kind of capitalize on that because they're like, we're having, f- are you having fun? I'm having fun. I know, yeah. Like why, do we, like, why do we need to talk about anything? Like, we're having fun.
0: Why would I we can... ruin a good thing? You know, like, right. it, it does become that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Which is super annoying, but, like, you know yeah it, 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 it's like it's kind of like hey we're going away when are you gonna pack i'll pack when i pack you know it's like no well i'm i'm trying to like figure out what i'm gonna bring on this trip like right also bag sizes and the other person's like ah who cares And you're like yeah well, right. we kind of have you to know pla- these things. why
1: do you have to plan everything
0: yeah and it's like i i understand that it's again i I'm i've waffled around this email with you because i'm like this is this is easier for us to, like, say than it is for them to have this conversation. Like For sure. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: definitely very difficult. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today The Rider jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, New Lee. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's newly with two Us, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two Us with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes.
0: Let's do another email, uup at Petras.com. UUP at Betches.com. You ready? Yes. My friends and I love the podcast, and after I told them about this text I got from a guy I dated, they suggested I send it to you. Here's the backstory. I met this guy on Hinge about a year ago, and we have been going on dates and hanging out for about three months. One weekend, we had plans, and when I texted him that morning to confirm, he told me that he had booked a last-minute trip to visit his ex in Costa Rica and try to get back together with her. Oi. After that, that's I didn't tough. hear from him. For, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a good trip. Um, after that, I didn't hear from him for for months until April when I got this text. I teach first grade at a low income school, so I think that's where he was coming from. Curious to know your thoughts. If he really didn't uh, need this stimulus check and wanted to help people, well, wouldn't he just give it to a charity? Do we have to... So we let's read well, it.
1: We'll read it. So she gets this text from the ex that left her to go pursue his ex in Costa Rica. Um, so you're him and I'll be her.
0: So this is April after he had left for... A co- he's back from Costa Rica. This uh, is, clearly. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hope you're doing well. I know this is a little heartbreaking for you since I know you love teaching so much.
1: Hi. Yeah, I definitely miss my
0: kids. I meant to send you a message a few weeks ago to see if any of your kids were having a hard time. I got the stimulus thing or whatever, and I know I don't need it as much as other people. Most of them seem to be doing okay. (laughs)
1: Such a weird text. (laughs) So she gets this text from him.
0: And she says, uh, "Curious to know your thoughts. If he really didn't need the stimulus check and wanted to help people, wouldn't he just give it to a charity?" The whole thing made me feel weird. My school has done a lot to help out our families during this time, but handling them a check from a guy I dated <laughs> almost a year ago felt too weird.
1: I'm just imagining like her like presenting this check to these like lower income <laughs> school, like you know like my ex and it reminds me of like Wet Hot American Summer. When the yeah. art teacher is like telling the kids about her ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, these new crayons are, are 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 a gift from Hinge David.
1: <laughs> like- <laughs> from Hinge David, and uh, you know he wants he wants you guys to know that he's there for you and that he's sorry that he um, left me for yeah. Joanne in Costa
0: Rica. <laughs> and our situationship didn't work out, but. You guys get to have these new crayons. Uh, what, did, what do you like? I don't know. This text is so bizarre. This is very
1: transparent to me. Like he clearly like wants some sort of like in to come back into her life or to like mm. reopen the conversation. And he's trying to make it about like him being a good guy so that yeah. she can't be like, well, fuck you. Because like, yeah, it's a hard thing to say to someone who's like, here, can I? Can I give you twelve hundred dollars for like impoverished children?
0: Well, he doesn't even offer the money. He 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 just kind of like says he's the type okay, he of guy. He doesn't really offer it. No, right. he, he what he does sometimes. A lot of people what they do is they'll bring up things that make them sound good but offer no actionable. So now she that <laughs> yeah, like here's I would just send the address for where he can send the money. Like you know. <laughs> Or some good ideas for some charities. I I mean, it's just bizarre because out of the woodwork, um, he's pitying her. I know this must be hard for you. Like, this is like a fake amount of emotional connection to me.
1: Right. Like, you know what's harder even than not being able to teach is being dumped when you thought you had plans with someone so that they <laughs> could go pursue their ex in Costa Rica. Yeah. I would say that's even harder probably yeah, for most I, people.
0: We're all doing fine here. <laughs> uh, um, we, well, also, this is again during quarantine, the dates match up. He is go- reaching out to anyone. All this stuff happening during quarantine, you always have to think of they're going back to people they once, that they, everyone, all these guys that are sending texts out of the woodwork, it just so happens to be week one of quarantine when meeting a new person is impossible. So you go back to all your old people and you try and find who will be nice back to you. And he was like, and he was, he knew that he had this like memory, which makes him sound like a listener. It makes him sound like, like, Oh, I remember, Oh, you know, this, all of this hardship in the world made me think of the kids and it's like
1: right and you dude, and how much you love the kids and you mentioned that that you like teaching
0: and i got this extra money and i'm sure this will help somebody never mentions <laughs> where it will go or I, it, this all feels like you know right now with everything that's happening in the world it, it is a there is a there's a weird segment of people that are finding a way to profiteer off of what's going on The worst people. They're the worst people, but they and and it's very easy to do right now because all you have to do is sound like a good person, and now you are a good person because all of this is bullshit. He doesn't ask where can I send the money. Like it's one thing to say like this money should go to charity. It's another thing to go I'm giving this to charity. What foundations are help schools the most? He didn't say that.
1: Right. This is so much worse than just being like how have you been? Because it's like Awful. such bullshit.
0: Yeah, it's 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 like this is like what are they uh, this is like fake activism. Like this is like right. you know this is posting. Do you think she
1: what do you think she should say, say to him?
0: <clears throat> she should never speak to him again. It's over. Like <laughs> like this most of them seem to be doing okay. If a guy will leave you for Costa Rica for an ex the day of a date He will do these shit things too and try. I I think she needs to start with someone new. Anyone who would, you know, just bail and then come back and make it about the kids. The first thing that you
1: should say, if you leave someone for Costa Rica and you want to get back in touch is to say, Hey, um, I'm so sorry about the way that I treated you and everything ended. Like that would have to be the first thing you said. You can't come back and just pretend like that never happened.
0: Instead, he's Mother Teresa and he's <laughs> caring about the kids. How are the kids? How are the first graders? Like, right. um, we're all fucking waiting for our call to cancel the date. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> right. The kid, we they can the some
1: money from Miss Lippy's ex.
0: Yeah. <laughs> ex thing. <laughs> it's just like, these are the, like, it, it is so weird, like... Dating is so tough because there's just so many different ways to get in touch with someone and not admit to like, hey, I was a fucking asshole and I'm coming back to you because I don't have any other prospects and I just need someone to fucking <laughs> text me back. Like, and he didn't know how to even say. That
1: would almost be kind of refreshing. If you're that in that situation, you're thinking about texting your ex, use Jared's, use Jared's <laughs> uh, text. Hey, you just I said. have...
0: Hey, I have nobody else and my phone, I look at it 7,000 times a day and there's never a new text and I just need excitement. What's up? (laughs) That should be your opening Honestly,
1: I feel like a lot of people would find that refreshing. I
0: I think so too. Yeah. You want, want to play some games?
1: Let's do it. Okay. Red flag or deal breaker. They have all their grade school picture day photos hung on the wall of their apartment. Eight by eleven framed. <laughs> well,
0: this is this seems real. It, it, it's like to me, this is like like if that was happening. If you walked in, here's where it's okay. It's okay if this person is just like a clown. Like if someone's like clownish like in every it's other like way. If it's if they're ironic in every way, and you're like, this guy's a weird dude. This chick is a weird chick. Uh, but I like it, and I think it's funny, and it's really quirky. And then you walk in the apartment, and it's all just 8 by 11 framed pictures of them from, from first grade until high school. I respect that. That Like, you've right. taken a personality, and you've taken it to the nth degree. If, like, I hate when someone shows no form of personality, and then they have this one thing that's their funny joke. I'm like, I right, why— you did you this need doesn't this? Align. Yeah, this? Yeah, this doesn't align. So that well,
1: let's give it a more realistic twist. Okay. Let's say they Instagram a throwback picture of themselves. Okay. Every week, baby picture.
0: And that's their thing. They just yeah. like, and it's like current mood is the caption, and it's them angry.
1: A new pic every week. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm okay with that like you're playing along with something that's happening. It's not like they invented TBT. If they were right. like, if they were like, um, if they invented their new, uh, uh, a new Instagram day, that would annoy me more. Okay. Like if they were like, Oh, Sunday, you know what I do? And you're like, no one it's cares. Flashback Sunday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. It's, it's grade school Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know.
1: What if they have grade school picks in their dating app by profile?
0: I never understood that. I never. A lot of people do that. A lot of people do it, and it seems to be like a joke that never worked ever,
1: or like no one ever explained why it's funny.
0: Yeah, and I guess like I don't know. No guy looks at that and is like, perfect. Like
1: I I hopefully,
0: (laughs) I'm sure some some do. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Um, wrong kinds. I don't know. It's it's not. Yeah, I never understood the grade school picture in any what would yeah. you do red flag do you i read?
1: feel like i always feel like it's a little like depressing almost when like especially if the person like was like a really cute kid and it just mm. seems like they're trying to like channel the past or like living in the past or something like that
0: sure it's a, it's almost on online with like those people that only like nostalgia like they, right. that's all it's they like, talk about it's like let's okay live in the present. yeah like yeah does, do you hate life that much like your childhood wasn't even that great <laughs> right, <laughs> i agree
1: um i would say it's a the, the, I agree with you like if it's like kind of like their thing i guess, i think i'd probably be a red flag either way i'd probably get over it but like yeah. make fun of it and sort of see it i mean when i m- met mike and i went to his apartment he had a framed picture of like his family dogs which i thought was really weird mm-hmm. which i told him about those aren't. Those were were not brought to the new.
0: They didn't make it to the move. <laughs> <They didn't. laughs>
1: but that could just be me, and everyone probably thinks I'm the asshole. I mean,
0: I walked. Uh, Jess and I were walking down the street the other day, and we saw a framed picture, and it looked like three roommates, and it was like three dudes in their twenties, like doing like a family portrait, and oh. it it was funny. I could imagine that if I went to like a twenty four year old dude's place, and he had a picture of him and his two roommates hung up on the wall like it's almost nice that those guys cared enough to put anything on the wall like at least they right. made the effort to do that like i think that's fun I, I i i could be on board for that i agree with that let's do another you okay read this yes hey j and I have been an avid listener for years and thank you for endlessly entertaining me during the quarantine you two give the best advice i really need some right right about now Four years ago, my boyfriend, who I thought I was going to marry, passed away. It was the hardest thing I've had to go through. I thought I would never be happy or meet anyone again. It took me years to recover and be emotionally healthy enough to start dating again. I got back in the dating pool, put myself out there, dated some jerks and some great guys, but nobody compared to the man I lost. Six months ago, I met this incredible guy who could be the one. I'm so lucky I found someone that checks all the boxes except one. He occasionally smokes cigarettes. Smoking has always been a deal breaker for me. He reeled me in and I was in too deep when I realized he was a semi-serious smoker. He smokes a lot when he drinks, and then he will have the occasional one or two during the day. He never smokes inside and brushes his teeth. Uh, he never smokes inside and brushes his teeth right after he smokes. I'm usually pretty easygoing, but find myself nagging and getting angry at him when he smokes. Then he gets annoyed at me for nagging. I have repeatedly told him I wish he would stop. I don't want him to die, too. I can't go through another death. I know this is a choice uh, he is going to have to make, but how do I encourage without nagging him to quit? Well, I just have to wait for him to, to make the decision. Um, so this is like a red flag deal breaker email. Yes. How do you feel?
1: i kind of feel like you have to like i would say i would go into it with her i would think about like i would think about the fact that he'll i would go into this like he's never going to quit like he's going to keep doing whatever he's doing and accept that and then make your decision whether or not that's something you can live with or not i think when you try to change people it creates Mm. this like awkward tense situation like like we're talking about here where it's like she feels really strong about something which is her total right to do but i don't think i think people have to change because they want to change not because you're telling them to so i think that i but i so i would just go into it being like this is who he is he's going to be smoking if this is something you really can't deal with i would leave it's really hard much harder to do than it is to 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 say than it is to do but Mm. i don't think i think or you can just say, "I accept this about him. I don't like it. It's not my favorite thing, but I'm just going to accept that this is like something that he does, and I'm going to let it go."
0: Yeah, I, I I think so much about this is perspective. She has, she, I mean, it's a very very well written email. I totally understand where she's coming from. She has to understand that he's not looking at it the way you're looking at it, and I think that's where it becomes. I think she's taking it personal because of what's happened in the past. Her past, right. And and like if she had written this email, hey, my boyfriend gets mad um, that I'm nagging him to stop smoking cigarettes. I don't want him to die. I wouldn't have this opinion. But because her email starts with a story, a very tragic story of her boyfriend who she thought was the one going to pass away. That's the backdrop for all of this. And then she writes, I can't go through another death she sees smoking cigarettes as him trying to die and it seems like from the way the emails written and that's all i can go off of but it seems like she takes that as like he's not respecting the past she what she has dealt with right. like that so like and i understand i don't think she's wrong for feeling that way i'm just saying the, way, the angle with which she looks at smoking cigarettes is very personal and very specific. You're smoking cigarettes to try and kill yourself and to like put yourself in a position to die while knowing that I've gone through this before. And it's like he's not looking at it that way. He's probably in his 20s, thinks he's invincible, thinks, yeah, I smoke occasionally and I'll stop once I get older, but you know, it's not a problem. This is like in the way people rationalize going outside without a mask or going, you know, and drinking too much. He's rationalizing it in the, I'm a young man and nothing will ever take me down way. And And she's writing in, she's writing in from the perspective of I've dated someone who thought he was invincible and he wasn't. And, and so I think like, she has to empathize with how he rationalizes cigarettes, and it's not about being. It has
1: nothing to do with her.
0: It has nothing to do right. with her. It, I think that's like, and what you said is exactly exactly right. Where it's like, okay, this goes on the resume item of him. You you know his resume has all these positives, and then at the bottom it says doesn't know Excel and smokes cigarettes <laughs> and. To me, when you find someone great, they're all going to have pluses and minuses. Like, right. Except for I think the it's person like, I'm living with who's perfect, who's perfect in every way.
1: <laughs> right. And I think that, like, again, like that goes for anything that's sort of a important issue for you. It's it can be like you can try to change that about the person or, or try to convince them to change. But I think like and maybe someone will change a little bit or do it less sure. than they they would. But I think that has to be their decision. And. I don't think that you can like, if it's the thing, if it's the thing that is going to be like, whether you're in or you're out, I think you have to decide that for yourself. You can't put that on them.
0: Yeah. And I, and I brought up the mask thing because I think it kind of like is relatable because there are some people that are like, when you say, yeah, I wear my mask outside. And when I go into a business, I, I put it on. There are people out there that are like, well I guess you're putting people that you walk by at risk to die and and it's like well they're looking at it from another angle you know right. what I mean like and I, I and that's like and so where she and when people hear that they go well stop get off of me stop stop using stop waving the more righteous path right. above my head and it's like that's the same thing for him I'm I'm sure he's going I'm not going to die. You know, that doesn't, if he could speak honestly and not be hurtful, he would go, what happened to you is horrible, but I don't see that, uh, you know, lightning doesn't strike twice is probably the way he's thinking, which sounds very, um, you're not being very caring. Like that would be the, un. you know, so I understand where he's coming from, where he's like, yeah, I, I, you know, this is. I'm not that guy and that's tough
1: right and I don't want to have to like live my life away a different way than I wanted to because of someone telling me that I have to yeah
0: exactly yeah and so I think it's a red flag it's not it's not the biggest deal in the world I think she can also like she's asked how to stop nagging she can say like I've made it clear how I feel about this I'm not gonna be a part of it I'm not gonna be around when you do it I'm gonna walk away um I understand you need to do it but I hope that one day you'll see my side on this.
1: Right. I right? think that's that's fair. Yeah.
0: You want to do uh, one more?
1: All right, last one. Shows up to your socially distanced date in a full plastic body body covering like in <laughs> Dexter. This I, I thought of this one after watching your haircut. Oh, on the, I, story. when I
0: I got a haircut and this guy they're like put on your trash hazmat. bag with sleeves. Yeah, it was like a hazmat suit. If they showed up to I would be like, nah, I, I, I I'm sorry. We we're taking this two different two, ways. Right. You're on two different <laughs> levels. Someone might
1: find that hot. They'd be like, I'm so protected.
0: Yeah, look when, at you. Look who cares. Yeah. Right. I,
1: uh, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. It wouldn't be a match for me, but I would respect their uh commitment to the cause.
0: Good, good on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck with everything. Uh enjoy enjoy your life. For sure. That's it. That's what we got. Jordana, we did it again. We solved dating. This was fun. A lot of fun. Always great to see you. Anything else to push? Anything going on? That's it for me. What about you? Jordana's on Twitter. Go follow Jordana.
1: I am on Twitter. Are you enjoying exciting place? (laughs) It's fun. It's like a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit. hole. I love it and I hate it. Just like anything, anything else in the world.
0: (laughs) I'm with you. It's a scary. Uh, It's
1: kind of scary, actually.
0: Oh, it's very—it's a very dark, sad place. Yeah, like you can go down a rabbit hole of like, especially like, uh, the the responses to like big accounts. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh my god, how quickly this devolves. You're like, right? People take things
1: very personally on
0: there. Very personally on there, and it's a different world. You can think that's the country, but it's not. Like, if right, it's a very makes you
1: think like. What would people think about all of history, like, imagine if there was Twitter in, like, World War II or something, like, any of that stuff, like, uh, it's crazy.
0: It's a little crazy, and I think, like, it makes everyone go a little bit more nuts because there's so much information. Like, people will share a link there, and you would be like, what website is this? And you're like, oh, <laughs> I can't believe I just, like, ingested that information.
1: Right. You're kind of like, you feel dumber for having like passed by certain info. Yeah.
0: And then you find something funny and you're like, oh, good. At least somebody's making a joke, (laughs) you know? So, but that's it. Jordana thank you Good to see you again As always We'll be back next episode Bye You
1: Up is hosted by Jared Freed
0: And Jordana Abraham Our editor is Sean Kilby Social media by Abby Lloyd Artwork by Brittany Levine Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby Be sure to follow us at at UUPpod on Instagram And email your questions to UUP at Betches.com.
2: batches